The H1B Guy here, and today, the H1B Guy news for the week ending January 28th, 2022. Today I'll cover Biden disappoints on immigration, more documented dreamer coverage, and USCIS updates H1B lottery registration. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's post is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, and by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. Now, the news. Well, I wanted to thank everyone who joined me on Wednesday for the H1B Guy Live on January 26, 2022, previewing the H1B lottery for fiscal year 2023, and USCIS advice on transferring based on an underlying basis for employment-based immigration adjustment of status. Here are the news stories that interested me most this week. On January 26, 2022, written by David Beer for the Orange County Register titled Biden Lets Down Immigrants in His First Year as President, quote, President Biden has just finished the first year of his term in office and the one issue no one seems happy about a year into the new administration is immigration. He's missed more opportunities than he has seized to improve the legal immigration system, and the result is dysfunctional, chaotic, and costly mess for immigrants and the Americans who seek to interact with them. It failed to process tens of thousands of employment-based green cards. In 2021, the U.S. government wasted about 400,000 cap slots for visas authorized by Congress under both temporary and permanent visa programs. If he had ordered his agencies to settle lawsuits against them and reverse Trump-era policies, the powers could have been seen as a brief and anomalous departure from the rule of law. But by continuing to use them and defending them in court, the new president will hand the next restrictionist president a loaded gun to kill legal immigration system. That's a legacy that few could have envisioned when candidate Biden decried Trump's abuses. I have a lot of respect for David Beer and Cato Institute with their data-driven approach to immigration reform. On numerous occasions, I've warned of expecting a whole lot of nothing from the Biden administration as it relates to employment-based immigration. Some of the more puzzling policy decisions have surrounded many of the Trump-era rules and subsequent lawsuits that the Biden administration allowed to continue, uh, even after taking office that involved immigration. Their failure to utilize employment-based green card allotment for fiscal year 2021 and the continuation of these atrocious USCIS processing delays all around are just unacceptable. 
Well, I failed to cite any context concerning the undocumented immigration that was mentioned in this op-ed piece. It continues to be very evident that we are at crisis levels concerning all aspects of immigration in the U.S. here and now. On January 27, 2022, uh, in a piece by Anthony Hill for ABC Action News titled In-Depth, Why Documented Dreamers Have No Past to Citizenship, quote, Summer Rusher was born in England and was brought to the United States when her dad started a rental management company in Englewood, Florida. I went through elementary school, middle school, high school, uh, said Rusher. She even received a scholarship to attend Southeastern University in Lakeland, where she excelled in soccer. Now Rusher is a fifth grade teacher at Grace Lutheran School in Winter Haven, and she says she absolutely loves her job. However, the visa she's currently under expires in June. She is applying for an H-1B visa, which is an employment-based visa that would allow her to continue her life here. The problem is more than 200,000 people who apply each year, uh, only about 85,000 applications are approved. So you may recognize the name Summer Rusher from the Documented Dreamers series uh, as she appeared on this platform during the introduction episode and episode one. This was a very nice mainstream piece on Documented Dreamers localized specifically to that central western Florida market and the issues that surround them. What makes Summer's story unique is that she was an E2 dependent. And while E-2 visas are considered dual intent, their pathway to permanent residency is much more complicated than traditional employment-based sponsorship and less likely to be impacted by the country quota for employment-based preferences. The good news is that it appears that the America's Children's Act is gaining a lot of national attention and it has significant bipartisan support in both chambers making it a bill to watch for 2022 for immigration reform. I will add, though, that this piece talks about 200,000 applicants, and as we saw last year, that number was actually 308,000 plus, and we're expecting to see something even similar, and that even more significantly reduces summer's odds of being selected. On January 27, 2022, in a tweet from Angelo Pepperelli saying at USCIS proposes to modify its H-1B lottery registration tool with a new attestation to prevent a non-citizen from gaming the system. The problem is in the form is signed by an employer, not the H-1B candidate. Hashtag immigration foolishness. I appreciate Angelo sharing this. We continue to see the H-1B lottery electronic application process evolve. However, I'm not sure how employers are gaming the system when they can only submit an individual once. If USCIS wants to stop the gaming of the system, then stop allowing individuals to have as many employers that are willing to submit their name and the $10 fee happen. Duplicate submissions are driving the overall numbers up and giving off the perception of historic demand as we've seen over the last two years. 
if it would be possible to track these individuals with a unique MyUSCIS identification number, uh, that could possibly be the best approach, but I'm definitely open to other manners that could be suggested, uh, so, such as even maybe a passport ID tracking capability. Here we are though, almost a month away from March 1st, and there's still no word on when the H-1B lottery electronic portal is going to open and close. It is interesting though to see USCIS make this modification and this attestation to the registration process for employers. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending January 28th, 2022, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's post was brought to you by Syndesis and Pata Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Pata Canada are your answers. To find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Syndesis or Pata Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor recruitment advertising, please let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.